Hi everyone, I'm Margot Faraci. Welcome to Heart and Hustle, How to Thrive in a Crisis. In this podcast series, our job is to help you, the listening community, learn, normalise and thrive in these really tricky times with lessons from leaders in a range of fields about their experiences and insights during coronavirus. Today, I'm talking with Ben Lucas. He's the owner and director of Flow Athletic. Ben is a former professional rugby league player, having played for the Cronulla Sharks. But after retiring early from football, Ben focused his energy on a career in the fitness industry. In 2005, he opened his first gym in Mossman in Sydney. And on the back of that studio's success, he went on to open two other gyms in neighbouring suburbs. Now, whilst training for an ultramarathon in 2010, something happened in Ben's uh, career that made everything change. He met one of Sydney's leading yoga teachers, Kate Kendall. And it was that meeting and that relationship that influenced Ben's career to change trajectory. He sold his three existing gyms to commit to a new concept in health and in March 2013, Flow Athletic opened. It mixed strength, fitness and yoga and attracted a lot of high-profile devotees, including Sunrise's Edwina Bartholomew and Kate Waterhouse. In 2015, Flow Athletic won the Telstra Startup of the Year. Now, it's no secret that fitness facilities globally have been extremely challenged during COVID, and I'm really looking forward to hearing your insights and learnings today, Ben. Thank you for making the time to join us. Thank you so much for having me. Now, Ben, um, I really want to talk about a range of things. Yes. You know, this is all about thriving in a crisis. I know you guys are really committed to helping other people thrive, but you've had your own crisis to go through in your business, and you're trying to find ways to thrive as well. When you first opened Flow Athletic years ago, you were looking to create something more than a gym and a studio. You were looking to create a community. And I know that you've helped other people thrive in a crisis. So can you tell us a little bit about the purpose in you that wanted to create that community and help other people thrive? For for sure. So I guess the the story of Flow Athletic, so at the time, uh, 2010, uh, seems a lifetime ago, like, you know, six months ago seems like a lifetime ago right now. But uh, I owned three smaller gyms. I was running ultra marathons. I started doing yoga. I met Kate Kendall to help me with my yoga, to help me get soreness out. Uh, she started doing personal training with me and she found that the strength training helped her yoga. I found that the yoga helped my running and strength training. So we just thought there might be a synergy there in terms of a model of yoga, strength and fitness under the one roof. It sounds quite obvious now in 2020, but back in 2010, there wasn't anything like that in the Australian market. Uh, So Kate and I went to the States and we spent a lot of time researching the models over there. And again, there was nothing really like that over there either, but we really liked the the high-end kind of boutique feel. So we wanted to create a place that was combined the best of yoga strength and fitness in that boutique community feel. So at the Depot Cafe there at North Bondi, <laughs> we would have green teas twice a week just to drill down on what we wanted in our business. But, you know, funnily enough, the things that were important to us which are the things that still stay true today, was our business values and what kind of community we wanted to create. There's what we spent the most time of, not 
what the business model looked like, what the finances looked like, what the fit out looked like. It was the the values and the community were the two most important things to us. And you have a look at the the challenging last six months we've gone through and what are the things that have, have stuck strong and got us through this has been our values in our community. So I think that's so important for business owners, anyone running a business, to think about you set the intention and then you just keep clearing the path for that. So the intention around what kind of place you wanted it to be. Yep. And you can work out the detail later, but as, as long as you two are aligned on the intention, the values, the community, then everything else you can work out. That's just the logistics of it, right? Uh, 100%. So, look, the, the values, and we're fortunate to have some incredible business mentors that we spent time digging deep on what the values of the community and our values aren't just a, a piece of paper stuck on the wall in the staff room. They really are something that we hire on 100%. So you look at our staff from, you know, staff member one to staff member 35, every single one of them get on, yet they've all got different backgrounds. The majority of them, we've got like 15 different countries within our staff, they all get on because they all share the same core values. Now, in general, fitness is a kind of transient business. We've got the highest staff retention of any fitness business in the country because our staff just really have that bond with each other because they all share what's important to each other. I can see that. And certainly, you know, thinking about creating community, I know uh, a few years ago, someone who was going through their own crisis in life and wasn't able to pay the gym fees and they rang you guys and said, I'm not going to be able to come anymore. I've got to let go of some expenses and I can't pay this. And you guys said, well, actually, if you're going through a hard time, this is actually the time when you need your wellness and you need to look after that side of your thing. So how about you just keep coming and seeing us and we're not going to charge you until you're back on your feet. That's that's what uh, I think would be so rewarding for your staff, the freedom to be able to make those decisions. Uh, 100%. And, and for me as a as a business owner, what, what, are my, what are the things most important to me? It's to be able to help my staff grow and be able to live a great life and for me to be able to build a, a community where they feel safe, where they feel cared about like I would hate to have a business that would turn people away because they can't pay right now like that's that's not what my purpose of business for me isn't to make the most money it's to help the most people and probably you'll make more money in the long term yeah that model and and if I do great but if I don't it's made a difference to more people's lives. It's a sustainable model I think which is making a difference to other people's lives while you've been owning flow both you and Kate have become yes, parents yes uh, so tell us about your experience of becoming a dad being a true partner yep. with with your wife and how you've managed that and really running what was a startup at the same time yeah 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 so uh, we opened flow March 18 uh, 2013 I also got Married that year, very lucky man to the beautiful Talitha Cummins. Uh, we've got two young children. Oliver is four years old. The beautiful Riley girl is two in December. Um, you got your hands full, Ben. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you, you know what? My and people would say it to you, but again, to you experience it. The the love you feel for your children. The kids are my 
the best thing in my life, the most important thing in my life a thousand times over, without doubt. You know, it's the best thing that's ever, ever happened to me. Um, yeah, so I guess, you know, my, my, my dad, who's 79, uh, who's old school and a great man that I love, it was just, just different eras. Like, I'm one of six children, the fifth of six children. My father did not change one nappy. He would come home from work at 5.30, he'd watch the news at 6, and then he'd go to his room at 6.37, shut the door, and that was it. <laughs> a familiar yeah. story, I think, for many <laughs> of our generation. So without a hands-on dad, nonetheless, you know, you love him dearly, Yeah. but without a hands-on dad model to follow, yep. you would have had to create your own model. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, Talitha and I, yeah, we, we considered... Like we're we're partners. There's no one playing a a husband role or a mother role, whatever they are these days. It's just two two partners that love each other and love their children's trying to bring them up as good as we can. And outside of trying to do the best we both can to to make a living and raise children, like I wouldn't want to not do those things because I get to spend more time with the kids. I want to take Ollie to swimming. I want to take Riley to dancing. I want to, you know, change nappies. I want to because I get to spend more time with my kids, you know. That's that's the greatest joy in my life. It's um they're lucky kids too because they they get more of both of you, I think, which is, you know, really lucky for them. So, turning our attention back to flow and the business and uh, how you went from kind of normal operating procedure and working out what more you could be doing in your business, how you could be improving sure. your business, let's say in February. Yep. And then the gradual the gradual restrictions coming in to lockdown. Yeah. And then out of it. Tell us about how you manage those restrictions from, mm. you know, some distancing to more restricted distancing because it's all about numbers in the rooms, in yeah. the gym and in yoga. Tell us about that. So, yeah, the fitness industry has been one of the hardest hit globally and in Australia. 25% of fitness businesses globally and in Australia won't see out the year. Yes. Uh, we had gone from, you know, planning to have our best financial years ever uh, this upcoming fin year to making plans to make sure that we can be open mm. by the end of next fin year. So rather, it's a case of survive rather than thrive. Survive, survive, 100%. Yeah. Um, and you've got those 35 staff that you're thinking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I guess so a, a good good friend of ours, mentor, man by the name of Steve Sargent, who was the CEO of General Electric Australasia, and now he sits on the board of... of several uh, big companies, he said to me at the beginning of Feb, Benny, you're going to have to think about what you're going to do if you guys shut down. And at the beginning of Feb, I was like, there's no As way. Is. No way. Why? What do you mean? And he's like, no, seriously, just just, just start planning and modelling for what you guys would have to do. And, yeah, so we had a look what was happening in Europe, what was happening in the States, and that was what was happening over there, even though we thought Australia being an island isolated, that we might be able to to miss uh, the heat of this, but obviously we could not. So, you know, our accountant, which we previously would speak to 
monthly were now up to two to three times a week just through the financial modelling of what happens if our members drop by this, what happens if our PT drops by that, what what do we do with our rent, what happens with JobKeeper. Like it's, it's quite a maze to navigate uh, at the moment. So I guess for those of you that are not familiar with the fitness business, so we went from... We've got uh, four studios within our place and they average, say, 50 person per studio, a yoga room, spin room, strength room. Uh, then the social distancing came in. And that was two square metres at the so, start? So, yeah, one person per two, two square, square metres. Yep. So basically the numbers halved. Is this, this is March we're talking about now? Uh, it it's right at the start. The end of, uh, yeah, sorry, start of yeah. March. You're yeah. right. You're 100% yeah. right. Yep. So then we halved our numbers of what we could service at the one time. Then it went to one person per four square metres. So it was a quarter. So at the end there, we went from, you know, 47 people in our spin room to 12, you know, so. What were your members saying to you at that point? I can't get into the class. Why am I yeah. paying a membership? Is that what yep. was going on? Yep, 100%. Yeah. But also they were, everyone was just in a, a state of shock yeah. as well. A lot of people just didn't necessarily feel comfortable being in the gym because no one knew there wasn't much precedent of what corona was and yeah. how it spread. There was and a lot of fear around, wasn't yeah, there? Lot, lot, yeah, a lot of fear. At yeah. least look, we don't have the full picture now, but we have a much better idea of of what's going on. Um, yeah, so, so and, and then that, that day happened at the end of March where we got shut completely. So leading up to that time, we had modelled what we would do exactly when that time come because we feel that it definitely okay, so was coming. Okay, so you had coming. prepared for that yeah. one then. Yeah, okay. And, and what we would do. So that Sunday we gave our 50 of our spin bikes plus we lent another 50 spin bikes and we gave those out as well. That Monday morning we started a four-channel online streaming service through Facebook doing 65 live classes a week. Mm -hmm. We'd been talking about an online flow since we began mm -hmm. in 2013 and had done nothing about it, and we turned around that model within 24 hours. Necessity is the mother yeah, of invention. 100%. Isn't it incredible? The, th the crisis enables you to innovate. And, and now we will never not have an online model, I guess, just an aside to that. So we don't foresee... In the, in the the medium future, so three to five years, that our numbers going back up to what they were yeah. pre-COVID. So we have to look at a different business model uh, of, of how we get to make the same money and and service the same amount of clients, mm -hmm. and that's a hybrid online slash uh, flagship studio model. And so um, I want to come back to that because this is where we've landed. Through the lockdown, yep. um, did you see your, your members say, look, I've lost my job, I can't yep. afford to pay? What, like, yep. what happened with your yep. members during that period? Right. So, so look, and I guess part of the reason why Kate and I have had such a great relationship over the last 10 years is that we kind of have, we have similar values about mm. things as well. So we said before 
or the day of the, the, the news of lockdown that here's our two most important priorities. One, that all of our staff get their full pay the whole time. So that and that we're we're going to do that until things turn around, mm-hmm. or until we go out of business. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I've got a young family to think of. I've got a wife, but I've got my beautiful, loving, supportive wife. And you know, and we've been fortunate to be quite successful. But the money's not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. I can go back to my dad's house and sleep on his lounge <laughs> with my family, and that's okay. I will do that before. You know, firing my team for going out of business. So I yeah. just, I just will. You know. So you decided to continue, no matter yep. what. You were going to yep. look after your staff, and, and what else? And then the second point was, how do we continue to service our member base during this time? Because they are going to need our help, guidance, assistance. Yeah for their physical and mental health. 100%. More now than Than ever. ever, Than ever. Like I know myself that exercise is one of the most important things for my mental health. My wife, Talitha, it's one of the most important things for her mental health. You take that away from people in a extremely stressful time anyway, there's going to be some some things go wrong potentially. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. We were just like, again, we weren't thinking about how does this spreadsheet numbers look like mm-hmm. at the end of that. It's like, okay, how do we keep our guys paid and how do we keep servicing our community? So, again, setting your intention. Yeah. Getting really clear with your partner and setting your intention and then just working out the path to it yeah. rather than starting with the dollars and cents, keeping your values front of yeah. mind. And, and, and the dollars and cents were the thing we did at the end, not the yeah. other way around. It wasn't yeah. we didn't do that first and yeah. go, okay, we can afford to help this many people. It was no, we need to keep everyone paid yeah. and help all of our community. Now how do we work that out? And and how did your members respond to that? Amazingly. So yeah. funnily enough, our the, uh, MPS, our Net Promoter yeah. School, has been like it's always been like top five percent of the fitness industry but the last uh four months it has been the highest it has ever been like it's been like 97 percent and that that's through our most challenging time in business we've ever had and that you get it 97 percent mps you don't need to worry about the money the money will take care of itself because the values you've set and followed them through and so now you're back open, you're okay. do, doing the distancing to yep. a point in yep. in compliance yep. with the regulations. You've got hand sanitizer everywhere. Yep. Everyone's getting their temperature Just taken yep. on the way in. What does the future look like for Flow? The future of the fitness industry looks looks different, full mm. stop. So I don't foresee a future within the next few years that there's as many people in the same room. I just don't think people will be as mm. comfortable, and that's mm. fair enough. Mm. You know, so it definitely is a hybrid model of the the flagship ship studio because people still need that that interaction mm. with real humans mm. that care through a safe way, and the online model as well that people can train at home and on the road. So so we're working hard. I mean, we're still using the, the Facebook platform to stream live classes now, but we're building our own online 
online on-demand program that will have several hundred classes ready to go to launch October wow. 1. October yeah. 1. So yeah. we can look forward to that then. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic, including the yoga. Including yoga. Yeah, Fantastic. yeah, yeah. It's a big part of it. I think that's good news. And the future is always uncertain. It's just that we've realised it now. Yeah. And um, so that way, uh, no matter what, you're going to be servicing people. You know, that's that's the main thing for you, I think, serving the, the Fly community. Uh, 100%. And, again, just no one knows. Well, you know, unfortunately we saw what happened with New Zealand. The cases just appeared out of nowhere. Mm. So will we go into lockdown again? I, I hope not, but no one can tell. But now we're prepared, even though we were before with the online uh, Facebook, but now we've got our, our own platform that will be there for good. So. That's really good news, Ben. So in terms of the themes I'm getting from what you're telling us that might be really interesting yeah. for our business owner listeners, number one, setting your intention and clearing the path for that. Yep. Work out the logistics once you've set the intention. Make sure your values are aligned with whoever your partner is. Yep. Really, really important. Having experienced the greatness of Kate Kendall's yoga classes, yeah. I can say that absolutely comes through uh, in every in every class and what she does. And there's number three, there's something here about getting really good advice. You said you've gone from seeing your business coach every few weeks to a couple of times, two or three yeah. times a week now. So business ownership is lonely. Yep. You don't have colleagues that you can call on who understand what you're going through. You've got yourself and your staff yep. and they're very two, two very different responsibilities. So, so important to get... Um, advice in good times yep. as well as difficult times. So hopefully for our listeners, they're themes that they can relate to and, and see the opportunity in this crisis. Ben Lucas, thank you very much for being with us. Pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. I hope from this you've got some ideas and some themes about how to thrive in a crisis. Now, you can definitely hit the subscribe button if you want to hear more of the show and give us a rating as well. Thanks again for listening. See you soon.